All right. Hello and welcome to Three Pup Par. Today is July 20th, 2020. And on today's podcast, we're going to recap the memorial. We're going to talk a little bit about TV coverage of golf. We're going to get back into COVID and we're going to discuss our pet peeves. So um, let's get started. Hey, I'm a city golfer. Most of us are, but we carry our clubs in the back of our car. What else are you going to do when you're out of town and you need to waste a whole day and shoot another round? Um, first off, let's start off with the memorial. John Rom. <laughs> when they least expect it. Can't be in the well, first I minute guess, of the recording. <laughs> I guess we have to start with that. As soon as their guards down, Should we, start we have now? to start. With, yeah, I was gonna say like you brought the song let's we just stopped right. played. So let's do it. okay, you go, Jimmy, Jeffrey. Right. What Jimmy, are well, you do, do you guys one? Have I'll some do one. Plans. So, so I had this epiphany the other day, right? It's it's a party playlist, okay? Two hour minimum. Get the, give the people what they want, all right? You can't have any dull moments. And I was thinking, what's the ultimate party song, okay? Levels, that's a no-brainer, okay? Levels just gets the blood flowing, levels, gets the people baby. up, gets the people moving. Oh, and by the way, RIP, shout I, out RIP Avicii. Great man. Rest in yeah, peace. Yeah, but Viva La Sweden, right. though, so. Um, so then I thought, what's better then levels is two hours of levels okay so this playlist it's, it's every song so you start with normal levels the first song is levels gets the people going gives them what they want then once it starts to fade off they you know they get they get comfortable you know they they hear maybe here's my first one party rock anthem start to seep in right 30 seconds into party rock anthem just when they let their guard down boom levels again they don't know what hit them <laughs> two hours straight so what, what, what's your first go-to song? Party Rock Anthem. All right, mine, um, mine is uh, My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Um, I think that will that's, work great. That's a good great one. Song. That's a good one. Uh-huh. That's a good one. Um, um, Jimmy, you're second, second is uh, Mr. Sacto Beat. Oh, that's a good one. I like what that. This... You have to consider one thing. Remember, Levels by Avicii is a four-minute song, basically. So you'd be doing a lot of repeating if it was a two-hour playlist. If you're going to do every 30 seconds of a – well, it's not, we're not rigid on the 30 seconds. It's where – But where even it's, still, if, it, if, if, this is, if this is a four-minute song, if you did, what, 30-second clips of Levels by Avicii, you would have eight clips. So in a two-hour window, you'd have to cut it up. Eight no, 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 no. It, it's the full length of each song. It's just Avicii's going to be – intertwined with the song it's going to be so, some party rock some of yeah. you so that, that, no so drake so hear me out so that ties into my second choice where it's Freebird, leonard skinner where Such right, right, when, right literally when guitar solo it switches to levels which is yeah, as soon you, as you, you said know. Freebird, i knew you understood my vision exactly um, you guys are missing the point no you're missing the point and the point is that the next song is Gangnam Style. No. <laughs> oh, okay. You know the answer, Sway. No. You know the answer, Sway. I, I like your guys' thoughts, but this is a four-minute song. If you have... Drake, you're overthinking. Yeah. Period, Drake, just let, let us work our magic. Uh, you are deeply overthinking just this, Just sit back and feel the you. music, Drake. You guys are overthinking. You are deeply overthinking. So my next choice, my next choice <laughs> is Fireflies by Owl City. You know, Perfect. Oh, you would not perfect. Perfect. Good one. Yeah. That's, that is a banger, too. Um, no, that song sucks. <laughs> Come on, man. How about... Fireflies I broke my How about uh, I Just Had Sex by... um? Oh, uh, the, Lonely the Lonely Island? Lonely yeah. Island, yes. Lonely there has to be a couple of Lonely Island songs on there. Uh, yeah. My next choice is Piano Man, uh, Billy Joel. Perfect. So, and then let's just do one more each. Um, I'll wrap that up with California Girls. Ooh, Katy Perry action. Katy Perry. You can't have a playlist without Katy Perry. I, I, I can't top that. I'm done. Like that, that's my list right there. Dude, T-Swift. you got to have a T-Swift song. If you're going to have Katy Perry. It's a Love Ooh. Story by T-Swift. Drew. Or 21. That's like in 15. Uh, 15 song? What's that, no. what's that one that goes uh, no. uh, the, the, the song 15 by Taylor Swift. Oh. Okay. I know she has a song called Drake. Would you like to sing it for us? <laughs> yeah, you're you're clearly an avid fan. How about you just fifteen? Somebody oh tells you they love you. Gotta be and boom, levels. And boom, levels. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I I like this. You know, you know? They, they should just have that in, uh, instead of the uh, weather delay horns that they have on the tour. They should just start playing that. <laughs> I mean, it should be everywhere. Elevators. I mean, anywhere you can think of any music, really. Uh, it should, no one is safe. No one's safe. Well, thank you guys for sharing. Um, whenever this playlist, whenever this, no, hold on. Whenever this playlist gets um, uh, finished, we will, we will put this on Spotify and this will be public. Oh my gosh, you guys have left me a job to do now. You heard here first, everybody, three putt par pod. I tried to mix a couple together, Derek, and it was, it was the worst thing I'd ever heard in my life. So I clearly don't understand how to do it. (laughs) But I I see it in my head. Hey, you might have, have to pay Derek to, to do this if you're going to make him do this. <laughs> this is a lot of work. I'll pay him in six song ideas involving levels. Hi. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for he's sharing. Looking at, he look at his face. He's like, that's so garbage. Like, you're talking he, about he's so, he's like, damn it. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I'm just used to making good music. I can try and make it good. Oh, oh, oh my God. Ooh, that's a shot. That is a shot at the playlist. At the playlist idea. I'm kidding. I can make it good. It's okay. Oh, Derek, you got you got to double down on double that. Double We'll come back. Let's be real. Taylor Swift can only get so good. Yeah, the that's best. true. That's how good she can get. All right, there's well, a golf tournament this week, boys. <laughs> there was golf. Yeah, for ten. Yeah, there was, was golf this week. Revolutionary idea about level. While uh, while you guys were. T- while you guys were thinking of playlists to to go over, John Rom was out here winning tournaments and moving golf balls. Um, Cheater. So yeah, let's let's talk about that. John John Rom wins, um, won by a lot. So I guess in the oh, end, um, I don't. Th- it ball wasn't a lot. Game didn't really matter. Won by three. It was enough. Won by three like with say, the penalty. I would like to say I am the only guy that picked John Rom this week, so I feel very intelligent. But I congratulations. That he shot 64 in his final round of the work day, and I'm like, of course I'm going to take him. Well, good yeah. pick, Drake, because he was the only one that did anything, really, yeah, <laughs> besides Ryan Palmer. With that, I have now vaulted. I have scooted my way up for my last place position after my dismal first week, and I'm up in I'm in fourth now, and I'm gunning for you, Jeff. You're only like 20 points ahead of me. You're fucked. I took DFL the last two weeks. Of course I'm going to be screwed. Exactly. Yeah, but I started DFL by a country mile. With my the thing is, so I've, I've noticed a pattern. I've noticed a pattern. I've taken DFL the last two weeks only because I no longer have Jordan to pick from. Oh, my so God. I knew you were going to say that. That leads me into my next topic. No, no, you're made for Jeff. Jeff, you're made for Jeff. You're not allowed to just, you no, you can't, nice. you're not changing the topic. You're not the transition guy. <laughs> I, you're not the transition guy. I changed the topic. <laughs> you don't change That's the topic. That's your fucking job. <laughs> Especially if we're going to start talking about Jordan. You are not changing that topic. <laughs> you know what? No, no, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. We're not going to talk about Jordan today. We're not going to do it. We're not going to talk about it. You already ruined that, Jeff. Thank the Lord Almighty that John Rahm had a commanding lead when he had that penalty stroke. Oh, Amanda Balionis. Heard him screaming. Amanda Balionis would not have made it out there alive if that like decided the tournament. I'm I'm convinced that the PJ Tour were just like in the, like just talking to each other like yeah let's just let Amanda tell him yeah I think that's a good good plan yeah, yeah. on live TV yeah, exactly. yeah let's, let's let Amanda Amanda's do it. Like, Amanda's just like TV. reading a prompt in front of her and then she yeah. sees it and just like freezes. She's just staring at John Rom dead in the She's eye. reading the teleprompter and I mean, says, yeah. John Rom pulls out a gun. Like, I, on the his what? face? What? When they zoomed into his face and his reaction when Amanda <laughs> told him. Now that was... He was like, wow. He was like, what? He's like, what? what? <laughs> he made this, this the sound it made. He went, wow. Um, but anyway, let, no, let's talk about that because um, I think it was clear and obviously a penalty. Like, the ball moved, but I mean... What do we think it should be a penalty? Because the ball moved by like half a centimeter. It didn't improve his lie. If if that would have made or break the tournament, if he hold out that flop shot from that spot, and the ball moved like he actually moved the ball that little bit, and that and that cost him the tournament, I don't think that's right. Because he pulled off a hell of a shot. I'm pretty sure that that shot didn't get easier from the ball moving like that. Yeah, you know, me neither. I'm gonna disagree with you guys. I think it should technically be a penalty because I believe rules like this should be very black and white. Yeah, because then where do you draw the line? Like, how much does it have to move to become a penalty? And, That's and, a good and point. That, you guys make a good point you would, there. You would, start getting, you would start getting to the point where if you made gray areas, 
you would be able to see people like if Pat Reed, if his ball moved a millimeter, they would penalize him. But if Tiger's ball moved two inches, they'd be like, oh, I guess you're fine. You're Tiger. I mean, as much as I love Tiger and I support it, there, there would almost be favoritism. So I, I'm good for a clear and dry, black and white, it moved, I'm sorry. And also, there was certainly no way that John saw that in the moment. Because we all know, like, when you have a shot like that, you're looking at the whole, like, you're not looking dead at the ball the entire time. So, However, I think they should outlaw being able to go back on camera and review – and review stuff like that so we don't get see more i don't see like i don't think that should happen either because then you get like the case where like patrick reed like um shuffling the sand away or like lexi, that wouldn't lexi have gotten thompson. overturned right or lexi thompson. I, mean, I like i think i think the rule is great the way it is now how you have to see it with the naked eye so even if it's a camera they can't like put it in slow-mo uh it has to be like normal speed uh you can zoom in but it has to be like no you can't just like go like 10 times like slow-mo and see that so I think I like I like that I think it was very clear too. like seeing the camera like even, even if you didn't have it zoomed in that much you could probably have seen it I mean it was it was probably a penalty just unfortunate it kind of puts a little but but with, with the new rules if he notices it and moves it back. That's not a penalty, no, right? Penalty. You can say it was accidental. No, only on the only on the only only on the green. On the green or on the, the ball. So so they were talking about the ball oscillated, right? So if the ball like moved and then moved back to where it was, then that's fine. That's always been but, the rule. Yeah, that's always been the rule. But his ball, yeah, his ball clearly moved. He got a penalty. Great shot. Amazing shot. I yeah. mean, probably even better than. Yeah. Uh, it's probably like even better now because of the penalty. Like if he didn't make that. <laughs> That tournament would have gotten a lot closer, but yeah, it was unfortunate. But again, it's the way golf goes. You just if you're if you're on that stage, you just gotta be careful. I guess you just have to be more careful. And yeah, but anyway, he goes to number one in the world now. He becomes the first Span Spaniards and Seve to be number one. And I'm sure it was awesome about that. It's gonna say Spain makes him with walking memes. Ah. Sergio is Sergio is very Sergio has had a very under uh, underwhelming career. From didn't never used it, but he has a major, so I guess he's kind of redeemed himself in that sense. And a players, so you know, say what he's you also want about got, Sergio, but he's also got all those bad blooper reels, and I like those. Spain Spain go. pumps out some characters. Yeah. Here's what I have to say about John Rahm going to number one in the world is I remember watching the coverage of Nick Faldo goes, when I moved to number one in the world, I had to win four majors to do it. So hearing that Faldo believed that he had to win four majors to move to number one in the world and Rahm has nine total worldwide victories for, no, that makes 10 now, 10 worldwide victories. Do you think the standards are, are changing to reach number one in the world? No. Oh? Big no. Right, and John Rahm's just always, like, racking up top tens. He is, but – and then you also have to think, Nick Faldo, the, it was the same system. Like, it was the same point system that got Nick Faldo number one in the world. Like, the rules it's haven't changed. It's a point system that's not works? It's a, it's a point – it's kind of oh. – it's a point system, yes. Okay, I actually did not know that. So, if it's a point system, then, it, yeah, it's always going to be cut and dry. I thought, I thought it was kind of like a judge's panel. I thought it was like a judge's panel. No, what? Yeah. Whoa. That would be terrible if they did that. No, wait, no. Oh, Drake, that makes, no, wait, that makes no sense, because then how would they be like, okay, with a win, he's going to get to number one. What, you, what did you think? They would be like, all right, everyone talked about it, and if he gets a win, we're going to fucking give it to that I guy. That guy deserves it. Like college football? The tournament. That was a horrible take, Drake. On that note, that was just disgusting. God, he thought it was voted on. <laughs> Drake, not one of your finer moments, man. Come on. I always want. I always wonder why there were numbers next to their names. For like, <laughs> when it's number one in the world, there's all these. There's all these like little. There's all these numbers with decimals. That was horrible. Next to yeah, yeah. That was horrible. the point system. That's a lot of judges that just voted for that I guy. That the judges gave them a ten <laughs> and an average out to Who's that? voting, Drake? <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> They got more judges in the federal court system. What's going on here? Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. That's wow. 
Well, as, I think let's as, as, hold on. As said, my feature, Wildcard Jones, will bring a fact out of nowhere that's super accurate and then hit you with like one of these. gymnastics. Well, now you know. Right on brand. That's accurate. Wow. All right. Well, well let's. On that note, <laughs> I think we should we should change the subject. Um, we'll stick with the memorial, but can we talk about how different the course played? compared to the workday. You're the like, smartest dumb person I've ever known in my life. <laughs> like, can well, you, like, the weather... I think it just... I, I agree Jimmy, with Jimmy. That was brutal. Jimmy, to start out with, the weather was actually different. So Yes, the weather was different, but the course was also playing. Those greens were like... No, but the weather impacted that. It was 90... It was 90 I don't believe... I think they were somewhere else. Like I don't believe them. The course felt... The, the course took the, br- the brunt of the weather. Well, they did water like, the next couple of days also. But those greens, dude. Those greens. I know. Well, but okay. Because, so he said that because that the course is getting better? torn up. So the course, they're they're renovating the course. Like literally, they start. They were literally starting it during the final yeah. round. Like once they got past like the poles, they would just come and just tear down the greens. But so the they didn't would, care. The, if, if it would have been sixty degrees instead of ninety, it would have played a lot different. I think. Uh, imagine, imagine they went to a playoff and Jack just took the hole away already. Like there's just no grass there. <laughs> I think the question begs to be asked: What what will we shoot out there on Sunday, dude? I I saw this stuff. I I don't think I break ninety, dude. It looked rough. I think. I think well, actually, I shot. I shot. I don't I think I'm breaking a hundred right now because I shot eighty at Valley Oaks yesterday. So, I think I bad. no. I think look, yes, it's a hard golf course. Ryan, be careful. What you're it's no. I'm not saying okay. Look, I think I would shoot somewhere in the low to mid eighties. Ryan. Half the pros shot like high I seven. Say, I, like, Joel Damon shot yes, I but, yes, I. What do you guys think you're gonna shoot like ninety five out of it? Say, yes, I'm I was gonna say one hundred and nineteen. I shot eighty. I shot eighty at Valley Oaks, dude. What do you think we're shooting at? Okay, well, okay, Drake, that's yeah, okay, made for you. <laughs> but I think I can shoot. It was <laughs> just Sunday looked so brutal. I I understand like, that. Like the yeah. pins and the greens, like it, I was, I thought Phil was gonna just. Put his ball up the slope again. Look, I, I think, thought he was going to pull I one think of those. I'm shooting 85. I think I'm shooting 85 on that Sunday. I wish Zach Johnson was there because he'd walk off the golf course. He's like, I lost control of this golf course two weeks ago. Look, I mean, the pin. Did you guys see that pin sheet that Sunday? Dude. Oh, that's what I'm saying. No pin was, was under, the, no pin was like less than four paces off an edge. That's what I'm saying. As firm and fast as those greens were looked like, I mean, obviously I didn't play there, but like just looking at it, I mean, would they have them running at like thirteen and at thirteen and a half, something like that? Thirteen, I and it was like just straight baked. Like you could see, like the ball just rolling through on like pitches from the fairway, like bouncing into the fairway. I mean, with those pins, like you have to like carve some like high fading, I know. back spinning slices. Like it, it's be brutal on some of those. Pins. I know, but you can't tell me that I'm gonna like make eighteen. I feel like I'm gonna make like at least six or seven pars out there. But the like I'm gonna make potential though. I feel like I'm gonna I. Yes, there's a big number of potential, but I just don't see myself shooting like 90 plus out there. Like, I feel like I'm a good enough golfer. But, well, you're not the only one that's any good with that. Like, like, the rest of us are on the struggle bus. Um, I am current, my my golf swing is, I'm currently in repair, in total repair mode. I'm in rebuild mode. Can we talk about Phil? Putting from 78 yards. Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about Phil. I put his name on the outline. And then, and then just what stuff a... in the flop shot like a champ. What a guy. Gosh, I love that guy. The freezer putts. Phil putting. That was always a story, oh, dude. No, that was always the, a story. The freezer Look, putts are my favorite. Phil's not a, a real golfer people, anymore. Phil's a, a lot know. of people are saying that Phil is taking the piss by putting from 80 yards, but I Any literally pencil. think that he he thought that that was his best play. I think like, so, I think too. that he, he like, leg- wasn't trying to – like he literally thought that was his best play. I, in my opinion, he's, like, he's one been, of the best wedge players in the world. He's not doing that out of fear of. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's fucking it. around. Like, like, everyone thought he was fucking around, but I think that he's just no. filled. But like, <laughs> like why wouldn't you? Shit. Why wouldn't you like run up a seven iron? Like he took his putter up to his shoulder. Yeah, then, I, like, don't know. I don't know. Left it forty yards short. <laughs> I don't know. Then the layup on a. Did he get up and down? He, up he stuffed the flop, also. right? Yes. Yeah, laying up on sixteen. That was also an interesting move. I think mean, that's kind of cool. Colin. <laughs> he beat Colin. He beat Colin Morgan on the hole. Colin made triple going for it. So 
Phil's just a fake golfer now. I don't know, dude. I mean, I'm rooting for him, but like, I think he was making. I think he was making plays that he thought were the best options for him. Like, say what you want, but he's just crazy. (laughs) He he he's more creative than everyone. He always has been. Yeah, he always has been. I mean, eh. I mean, but yeah, what a what a guy. on, On other times. Phil, um, they should have taken away Phil's PGA Tour card when he hit driver out of the bush. I was thinking about the – I literally had the driver <laughs> in the bush like in my that. head right now because I'm just thinking, like, this is like a Phil thing. Like, that. Phil just does shit like this. Yeah, Drake, like, I did play that shot. Can you imagine me on the tour? <laughs> did it because Phil did it to copy him. It worked. And honestly, it, it makes sense. It's a, bigger, it's a bigger surface area to make contact with. Phil's, Phil needs to be gone. No, he doesn't. Damn. No, no. Okay. We're gonna have to let's. We're gonna have to say that's a freezing cold take. No, Phil Derek. No, Derek. We Put need that Phil. away. Ooh, what is that? Put what that away, Tiger? Derek. What is that? No, let's. Before we get to Tiger, we'll end with Tiger because I want to talk about Bryson first. That's true. Um, Derek. No more bangs. Oh God. <gasps> yes. <gasps> what just? What just happened? I know. I think I know what they're talking I, about. I know. Just leave that in with no context. Just leave it in like that. Um, moving on. <laughs> um, talking about Bryson now. Uh, Jimmy, we'll tell you after the podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, how about uh, what hole is it that he made the ten on fifteen? Was it 15. the par five, right? Fifteen. Fifteen. I Can watched we... it live. How many of you guys watched it live? I did not watch it live, but I Dude, loved I it. Saw, I saw – so I see him go in the creek off the tee, and I'm like, oh, whoop they do And then I see him pull out probably a five-winner. I'm like, ooh, man, bold play. <laughs> out of bounds. I was like, oh, nice one, Bryson. You look like me. And then he drops another ball, and I'm like, oh, God. He does it again. And then he pulls out the third time. He literally tin-cupped it. That's my he favorite golf it. moment since Tiger winning the Masters. Can we – can we also talk about how he tried to argue that the ball under the fence was yeah. in bounds? Oh, Bryson. I mean, he was, I mean using, he was trying to use it for advantage because, what, the definition of an out-of-bounds ball is the ball must be fully out-of-bounds, and he was looking for that think, sliver to be in? Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of understand where he's going. He probably – He was talking about that fill ruling at, at the uh... – At the AP. Yeah, I think – but I think what the rules official was telling him was that the inside – the line was the inside part of the fence or something. It was like the, the main oh, post. Yeah. So I can explain it to you. So what it is is, so that's an iron rod fence, and it, it has concrete posts in the ground every few posts. It's like different sizes, right? Yeah. Yes. They're thick. And that's why they're and that's, they stick yeah. out further. Yeah, and that's what will happen. And the thinner posts that go down the middle of the bigger posts would be inside, would be on the outside out-of-bounds part. And that's what he was trying to argue. Anyway, that wasn't that was a scene, and then his caddy running in front of the camera. How about that? I'm, I'm honestly not a fan of the antics. You got you got to give the tour credit for being that detail on deciding what out of bounds is. That you're coming down to the wire of hey, it's yeah. the inside post of the fence. Because I tell you what, if we were playing that, I would have no clue what's the actual. Definition hey, I'm telling you, as a guy who runs tournaments, as a guy who has to like make calls on uh, out of bounds and stuff like that if i was in that situation i don't know oh yeah i'm, I'm, call, I'm, I'm calling saying, the tour director I'm, immediately. Saying, <laughs> I'm like yo <laughs> our rules our rule sheet doesn't have that shit <laughs> that's specific yeah. like i don't know but anyway i mean yeah i guess credit to the pj tour i also think credit to the pj tour for like not like caving into bryson and not i mean if, him, if like, it was me it would be like a sean oakman meme like bryson tells me it's in i'm okay bryson it's in yeah i mean credit to the pj tour they did a good job. Bryson, look, I understand he's trying to make the cut and he wants, but it's, yeah, at the end of the day, he's got to accept it. It and definitely His caddy running in front of the camera does is not a good look for him. <laughs> I actually missed but, the caddy running in front of the camera and I was watching TV the whole time. It must have been on my phone. Yeah, so like basically he was upset because the cameras were like on him the entire time they were talking about the out of bounds. Like the camera was like really near and close. Um, and then I guess, yeah, his caddy was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna block you from seeing Bryson right now." And he the does that. Asked so. Two three woods. He hit two three woods out of bounds in the featured group. What else do you want? I just think, I just think if you're Bryson, you have to understand that 
growing the game of golf involves getting people closer to the action, especially people watching on TV. And I just think Bryson being the high profile name he is, he has to understand that this is a part of the, this is a part of the job. Like it's like the same thing with like basketball players, like after each game, like they're going to get pounded by the media. Like that's just the way it goes. Like uh, it's just, they, it's just their job. Like there's nothing. I, I, I get him fighting for strokes. Um, like obviously it's a, it's a PGA tour event. You want to f- for every stroke you can get, but like he was just kind of like bitching out the rules official. It seemed. Yeah. So second ruling. Like come on. Yeah. That, I just didn't like that. Well, look, I'm still a Bryson fan, but yeah, it's not a good look for him. <laughs> that got our boy T Dubs into the weekend. It did. Yes. But, but, wow. But this, what a segue, is, Jimmy. But however, though, this, this is two weeks in a row that we've seen Bryson do something like this. Yeah. With yeah. Week. It's not stopping anytime soon. That's just Bryson. But yeah, as as Jimmy said, um, it did get Tiger into the weekend. So thank you, um, Bryson Shambo. Um, I'm so nervous watching the cut switch. I know. Uh, there was a lot of memes about like watching the cut switch and wondering whether Tiger's going to make it or not. But um, no, can we? What do? You, what grade do we give Tiger's performance this week? Um, I'll let you guys go first. B, solid B, level B. Uh, I, I'll. I was. I would give him a. I'd give him a C average. I'd say C plus. Not bad. Not good. C plus. I I, C minus, dude. He, no, I, he, I, he okay. made the cut. He his putting was horrific. So C minus. I mean, so was a lot of people's putting that week. No one on, put it well. Except John. No, but there's the, how many like three footers was this guy missing? Way too many. Hey, my my logic here is it was his first tournament back in forever. What six months? Is that it? It's February. Yeah, six months. Um. After my, my rating, my rating of how he did changed after um, Friday. After Friday, I was really worried about his health, and and I thought things were going to go downhill pretty quickly. So once I heard that he made the cut, I was worried that we were going to see an a stiff Tiger that was battling back issues the whole time. And honestly, for the rest of the weekend, he swung it fine. He just he didn't play great, but you know he was he was playing he was swinging fine. He looked healthy. That's enough for me. Look, at this point in Tiger's career, he's going to have to take advantage of the weeks where he's feeling great, like the Masters last year. Like, weeks that he's feeling great on, he's just going to have to – he's going to have to capitalize on him because there's going to be a lot – like, the majority of weeks are going to be like this week where he's not going to be healthy all four days. That's just – that's just the way it is now, and he's just going to have to take advantage of his healthy weeks, which is kind of tough, but, you know, he can do it. Is is he gonna play? Him. Do we think he's gonna play at the WGC before the PGA? I hope so. No, no. I give him a ten percent chance right now. That he's gonna play. I really just feel like he doesn't think he needs to play. He needs to get some reps in. It was so. Funny. He does need to get some reps in. Yeah, it was I so agree funny watching that. Amanda ask him after like, so uh, waiting up playing the next. He's like, eh, I don't know. When are we gonna see you? I mean, the thing is, Tiger doesn't know either. The thing is, he doesn't know. Like, the thing with Tiger is, like, he's literally probably making these decisions, like, the Friday, bef- like, the, the, the last few hours that he can make the decision. Like, he's not, like, I feel like, I feel like with him and the way his body is now and um, uh, just the way he's feeling, like, it's just a day-to-day. Like, if, if he's feeling good, maybe. Uh, but the majors, I feel like, are going to be a go. Like, the majors for sure, and then the other tournaments are going to be, like, well, maybe. <laughs> so, except the Puerto Rico Open, we know that's an automatic no. He's not playing in any Puerto Rico Open anytime soon. <laughs> yes. Um, I, feel like, I feel like I feel like that's our favorite tournament on three putt par. It's the Puerto Rico Open. It's so deep. That, that's our fifth major. It's, it's just it's, a it's mean. Like, it's, it's like the shitty tournament, kind of yeah. like some of our shitty golf. So we're just like, man, let's embrace it for us. Yeah. It's our Puerto Rico. Uh, I know we've been talking about the memorial for a while, but before we end the topic, um, got to point out a couple names. Um, Brooks Kepka, congrats on your 80 the final day. Um, good, good plan. Uh, just a joke. I mean, 
you know, Brooks is Brooks. He's probably going to win the PGA. He's just a major killer. Out there, but it's just, you have to bring up DJ. Yes. Shout out DJ for his last place DJ. finish, right? Oh, second to last. 80? Double 80s. Yeah. So the thing that's crazy is that the last tournament he played, he won. And then the next tournament after he wins, he finishes second to last. Yeah. Uh, if I could tell anybody about golf and the sport, I guess quickest possible, I would just show right? that. Yeah. Just put much. that there. That's golf in a nutshell. That is golf in a nutshell. About two weeks ago, we were talking about Jordan DJ, and Drake said, never have we ever seen a time where DJ looked bad. Well, <laughs> in that age, so well. Well, well you jinxed him, Drake. <laughs> Because Jordan I mean, I really game. think I, I really sometimes I really think I'm one of the worst sports analysts in history. I get a lot of things so hey. far wrong. Hey, like, good thing you're on a sports podcast. I love I love <laughs> Stephen A, but Stephen A. Smith has gotten the last like what eight NBA finals wrong or something. But like, he sounds he sounds logical when he does his reasoning, and then he's way off, just like me. I feel like, like I sound logical, and then it's so far off. Well, that's why we reality. love sports, though, right? It's the best form of reality television. You don't know what's going to happen at any given moment. Um, shout out also to Jason Day for a top five finish. God, I feel like he hasn't finished in the top ten of any tournament in like years. Um, he won, but good for him. Um, I gotta say, shout out. He Steve did. Stricker. Yeah, he won two tournaments two years ago. Okay, well, in the last year, I feel like I haven't seen him anywhere. It, Am I wrong about his that? His back's a problem. It's okay. so, like, yeah, he I mean, his back is the cup. Oh, it's so cringy. It's like squat down, then pick it up, and it, oh, it hurts to watch. I guess we can move on now to talk about. Do we want what? What topic do you guys want to go to next? TV coverage better before I segue. No. Okay. TV coverage was fine this week, wasn't it? I thought so. Okay, so the one thing I want to say about the TV coverage is there were just some errors made by the announcing crew. So, like, so Nick Faldo mentioned this one thing. Matt Fitzpatrick was coming up, right? And um, backdoor top three. Um, he says that he said that he was fighting for a U.S. Open spot. If you look at the world ranking, Matt Fitzpatrick is like in the top twenty-five. Attaboy. But so what, not a huge top fifty automatically get in, right? Yes, yes. So not a huge error, but this got me thinking about how the TV coverage of golf is sometimes just really bad. Like, well, I think announcers. I think the worst thing that they say is like they'll just say things about people's golf swings and like swing fixes in general, st- just stuff along those lines that like have no basis whatsoever. It's just so outdated or like the camera angle cannot yeah, show like, any of that. Yeah. What? I also, I look, I like the, the new swing tracing thing that they do, but why some of those angles, like sometimes the angle of that thing is like diagonally, like behind the guy to where like, you can't even see a swing. Like, why don't they just give you a down-the-line angle with the swing tracer? Like, I think that would just be so much better than, well, like, giving you... What? With a wide tee box, if a guy tees it up on the far right and then a guy tees up no, on the far got, left, the camera... No, they've got... They surely spot. have to have, like, some 3D camera action, like, going on, like, to where they can see that shit. Like, come on. This is CBS we're talking about here, man. They've got fucking trackmans out in every hole doing pro tracers, so... Ryan that shit costs dream. a lot of fucking money. That's my wet dream, yeah. So um, what, I, what I said to make uh, golf coverage better, I, I, I have three. Um, one, use live heart monitors because now since uh, PJ Tour has given out whoops to the players, I think mm, I like that. That is pretty so, sick. Yeah, see, I like that. So like you have like, like a 180, monitor. like on the 18th tee box. So you just see like people like shitting themselves like on the last hole if they have a winning putt. And then, or you have Tiger who literally could be pronounced like legally dead for a second because he's just stone cold killer. Yeah, stone cold killer. <laughs> And so that's one. My second. If you one, threw me into the mix, I'd break the app. He'd break whoop. <laughs> He'd break whoop. Like <laughs> my heart rate would literally like smash out of the face of my whoop band. But like, it, 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 like some like cringy <laughs> right like, little, like blurb in the top. Like make it actually kind of cool for a sec. Like a little heart rate thing. Like let it pop up for a sec and let it go away. Like next, like next to your score. Nick Faldo, cool. like. Boy, gosh, he's shitting himself right now. He's just quaking in his face. Well, no, I wish we could Johnny Miller back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that would be great for Johnny. Oh, Miller. God, no. No, Johnny, please. Look, Johnny, he seems like a nice guy, but he, dude, no. So, my second suggestion, show some actual bad golf. 
Yes, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. This is something that For I wanted sure. to also mention. Yes. There are so many guys like, who shit the bad every week, and they don't get shown. Like I know I know that you want to protect the players and all, but, I mean, come on. Like, give the, give the hacks some, like, opportunity to see, like, make them realize well, they're human. That's... I think part of that has to do with um... – Part of that has to do with with the limited camera crews, they just basically cover the featured. Well, groups. still, like even if it wasn't no, but this was a thing. This was a thing before COVID. Like they never showed bad golf anyway. It's like JB Holmes is like eighty-seven. You never saw any of that at the Open. Wasn't he in like a final group? Yeah, when he did it. Once he like shitting, like started like shitting himself, like they just cut away. Like, yeah, that's part of the beauty like, of golf. Final groups of majors, a guy shits himself, and they never show that. Like Andrew Landry, like they never like that's come on. I mean, yeah, they show one hole once he like makes a bogey on the first hole, and they're like, "Bye, see you." And, like you're never getting on TV. That, that brings <laughs> Come me on, to my last, like, my last suggestion. That brings me to my last suggestion of seeing bad golf. Show only Jordan Spieth. You trying to show a lot of bad golf? Derek, mute him. I'm just kidding. He's you done. Mute him. Yeah, you're, off, you're off the pod. For he this. did well. You were suspended for one half of a. He did. Podcast. He, he was going so dog. well. Yeah, I know. Take them off the tour. Take them off the tour. Um, one thing I also want to say is that they just need to like catch the shot. Like, there's been like countless time, times times in silent. the past where like they just miss a critical shot. Like I, I saw something that No Laying Up posted, and they had two cameras on the fifth green when they were like excavating it. Why do you need two cameras on that green? Why, like? I just think they've got to be better. And I also, announcers need to be better in letting us hear what happens with the, like what happens on the golf yes, course. Caddy talk is the best. We need like more of the sort of like you're, you feel like you're there listening to them instead of listening to Nick. I mean, okay. Nick is, a, Nick is one of the best. I'll give him that. But more than listening to Nick talk about the show. I don't want to hear Nick talk about the show. I want to hear Bryson and his caddy talk about the show. There's definitely been a lot of times where I've like, rewind the tv like oh shit like they're gonna i'm mean, gonna hear these guys talk about like going over a shot because i love that as a golfer like hearing how these guys like thought process and then you just hear nick talking about like crumpets or some shit and you're just like like my ears like right next to the speaker like trying to like, listen through him and i'm just like <laughs> crumpets or some shit uh, you think part of it is that, is that they're used to um that's just how he's used to doing it because players aren't mic'd up as often i'll give you that yeah that's fair um that is fair um so one thing that, that uh, about that though is that apparently the the rights deal with cbs is like i think the contract is up after this next year so i think they're gonna change a lot of things because like that's why cbs has like been changing some people out with like um peter costas and uh gary mccord like they're trying to make it more fresh that's what that's why i have amanda Balionis in there like just like eye candy and shit like that so, like, they're trying to get younger audiences and everything in there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, it's true. And, like... It is. It's like, but, I mean, cause she does a good job, team. though. They already have they yeah. already have Dottie for the eye candy. That's true. <laughs> oh, they already have Dottie. I Dottie. forgot about her. Gosh. No, Dottie's still there. Oh, she is? Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, she's still there. I haven't seen her in forever. Dottie's still there. Um, Amanda's good in this. Amanda's, Amanda's good at her job, though. Oh, no, she's, like, really, she's, she's not, not ripping on her. I'm just saying that's, yeah. like... Yes, it's like it is to make it a benefit. Yes, like look at, but not just golf. Though, look at all the other sports. Like all the other sports usually have like a a, a woman, a female, a, an attractive female doing the reporting. Like that's just like. I mean, if you look at sports, if you look at the history of marketing, if you look at the history of marketing, sex. Absolutely, but yeah, nothing new here. Which is. It's the way it is. It's upsetting, but they do a good job at their at their job. So, it's not really the right way to do it because oh, no. not not using women correct. It's I mean, there's no. I mean, it's it's not the right way to do it. But unfortunately, that's just people people want to make money. It's, yeah, it's just it's just CBS. <laughs> CBS is making a last minute like push to get the PJ Tour to sign back with them. Like, they're desperate. They're going to do everything they can. Yeah. What I would like to see, though, is more, like, females doing the, um, like, play-by-play and stuff like that. Like, get him, get him in the tower. Get him doing Dottie's job. No, they have Michelle Lee, like, remember? Off. 
That's why they had her. And then- yeah, which I thought was I thought that's I mean get, and they had they now have Christina Kim right. She's doing some stuff right. She's she used to be oh, an LBJ player. Funny. Huh? She used What? I said she's a character. I'm glad. Yeah. No. I mean. So that. I mean. That's good. I mean. Just. Yeah. But any. Like that. Yeah. The TV coverage. I feel like is lacking. CBS can do a better. They can do a better job, and hopefully they start to do so. Hey, um, better than. They're better than Joe Buck and Fox. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. Joe Buck should never do golf. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shouldn't do football either. Joe Buck is fine. You always say that, dude. Joe Buck sucks. I, I know. I know some people that hate his guts. It's just man. like the trendy thing to hate Joe. I don't Buck. like There's Joe Buck, like and you know who I might even look like see. more? Chris Collinsworth. We're not talking about football right now. I'll just, I'll just leave it. No. What? I'm not a fan of Chris, Chris Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Are you serious? He's so good. Okay. Anyway, let's. Speaking of other sports, though, let's Those talk about hands and everything. That's okay. So. <laughs> Basketball, hockey, and baseball are coming back very soon. Baseball is coming back in three days. Um, with those sports coming back, what do you think is going to happen to professional golf and their ratings? Like, what does it do Dude, for the sport? I don't sports? care, man. I'm so excited to watch those sports, man. I was watching a Angels Padres play just before this. It was sick. I mean, we know golf rating is going to go down, but – I mean, there's nothing we can really do about it. I mean, do you, the only que- the real question to ask is, are golf ratings going to be lower than, let's say, a year ago? Because, because yeah. I mean, sports are always running at the same time, so the only way to really gauge how much this is affecting it is, are golf ratings even lo- uh, even lower than they were in 2019? Yeah, I think, I think it's as a sports fan, it is a very exciting time. Like, you have – seven majors in the next 11 months. I think that's what they mentioned that on the broadcast. Yeah. Seven majors in 11 that, months. That's, that's awesome. I mean, if you get on a heater right now, you could just make the Hall of Fame in one year. <laughs> like, just think about it. I mean, that's crazy. And then with basketball coming back, the playoffs about to start in basketball, hockey playoffs starting immediately, short season in baseball. Like, so things, things are just going to be moving a lot quicker, which I think is just really exciting as a sports fan. Like, action it's just going to be action every day which I, I hope they're able to kind of coordinate things and make things so that like things don't overlap so that like you know like, you're we allowed literally to literally able- watch sports the entire day for like every day yeah. for the rest you of could the you really could like it's going to be hopefully things things go to plan and and it's going to be a really exciting time so i'm really looking forward to it oh jimmy's thrilled he finally doesn't have to watch repeats of the bachelor <laughs> god um yeah let's let's move on to a bit of a darker topic now we talked about a good thing and now we're gonna go to some bad news um covid cases are rising um sports have been canceled in a lot of high schools um so what do you think is going to happen to college golf or even i mean i guess college sports in general this upcoming fall I think we're I think we're on track for what we already have established. I don't think that's changing. I think so too because I think college sports generate so much more revenue than high school sports. Like, I mean, I mean, maybe I don't understand like Texas high school football. Like, there probably are some high schools that text that football really helps their school get financed for a lot of things. But college football, I mean, college football is much more important for the fi- for the school's finances. I don't that that doesn't mean I'm saying that it's right for it to run, but from a financial standpoint, school schools benefit from it a lot more than high schools do. Ryan just asked about our fall golf season. <laughs> I didn't know. I said college sports. I said I said like college golf and and like sports like in general, college sports in general. Um, I think golf is more likely sports to run. So if football runs, golf can run. Yeah, I agree. I'm just, I'm a little bit, I am a little bit more worried now, especially on our side of the of things, just because where, you know, where we are, like Ventura, Ventura County has canceled sports until December and LA, LA County, uh, LAUSD has also done that. So well, like if you're not closing golf courses, why couldn't you have golf tournaments? Liability. Yeah, but you see, that's the, it's that's the thing, right? Like you would think like a golf tournament is like the same, but it's like 
yeah, I, I guess people see tournaments as like a social gathering. And like at the end of the day, it's like a, it's just a, it's like a, it's a politics thing. It's like, how do you look to other people? Like to non-golfers, having golf tournaments probably looks like, oh, like what are they doing? They're all outside, like not social distancing, gathering, but like playing in a golf tournament, you don't even, you're never like, you don't have to be within 10, 15 feet of a guy if you want to. Like it doesn't have to get that bad. And that's why like golf and tennis and cross country, those sports, I feel like have a really, have a good chance to kind of keep going uh, in the, in the fall compared to like basketball or football. Yes. But hopefully we still have a good fall season. I, we will. Dude, I'm excited. If we have to like, like sleep on a bus or like camp, I'm excited for that. <laughs> Imagine camping before a tournament. Can we, I want, can we just do one really quick? What's, what's the worst part of traveling? Uh, for tournaments leaving your dog oh is that a sensitive subject oh wow that is (laughs) you're an asshole I'm about to text Derek something and Derek might be really sad no context just leave it at that (laughs) I'm a a morning person so it doesn't bug me worst part about traveling is security check-in TSA check-in Security what? lines. No, that's not the word. I mean, Going in to my experience at an airport. In, yeah, I haven't been in any like that's never been a bad situation for us. Like we haven't been, ever been like waiting for like two hours at TSA or anything. It's not too my hours. experience. Long time. I don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god. I was going to say, I was thinking, I was like, damn. I, I, I was doing DoorDash the other day. I had to deliver to a hotel. And I was like, damn, one thing I'm not going to miss is, like, getting, like, really shitty hotel food at, like, five That days. Okay, yeah, you might actually. That could be, like, one of the worst parts it. is the brec- hotel breakfast. I um, like hotel and breakfast. Like, Dude. Eat, eat a breakfast. That's disgusting. Before you play 36. Like, oh Before you play 36 in one day and you have to have this yeah. shitty-ass hotel breakfast. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and like if you're like me, you're, you're feeling that food moving before you even tee off. Look, I don't, thinking, like, I, oh, no. I, I, I eat most things. Like, I eat pretty much anything. But, yeah, sometimes you go into these hotel breakfasts, you're like, damn it. Like, like last year at Sky Champs, that hotel breakfast was some of the worst food i've ever seen oh, in my life yeah that one wasn't great but like, even still God, the thing is so bad I, i'm lucky that i've been blessed with a cast iron stomach and no food can really damage it so i can go anywhere eat anything and and, and not be on the golf course and go and my and my bowels are causing but it's not that it's, it's the taste though like just the taste of the yeah. food is so bad five in the right, morning right, right. imagine awful. if you're slater and it, imagine if you were slater how, uh, hotel food is more of a problem for other things than it is the taste. Can, you, just, can you just tell the little, tell the little fun fact about Slater, please? Okay. Okay. So let me explain. No, so, no, we'll skip the fun no, fact. Actually, let's, just no, say, we, no, let's save what? it for when Slater comes. We, we'll we have Slater as a guest one day. We, yeah. he, can, he, he, he can tell. He can say the, the fun, fact, fun fact, but a hint is, is, um, is that the man has a sensitive stomach. We'll put it that way. <laughs> He used to be so. Doesn't he used to be on the Cali golf team with me and Drake our freshman year, and he, he was a character. Played every tournament. Um, now he's at UNM playing golf for them. Um, but yeah, he's a character. He is. Uh, what a guy. We we're, we will get him on this podcast soon, and he's gonna have some great, some great stories for us. <laughs> um, Since I roomed with him every tournament, so this could be an adventure yeah uh, i guess another bad thing probably would be like the car rides maybe like i don't know like those are fun i enjoy the car well you like the car well, rides i like the car rides too but some of the long the ones are car ride stories and repetitive yeah, stories are one of my true. favorite parts that's what i actually true. don't care for them i don't really care for the car rides back because by then we're tired no one has enough energy for funny stories you know you have school tomorrow car rides two tournaments are great. Everyone's got all these great cool. stories. But on the way, I've back, got one. Ryan's card back one. from a Shadow Ridge. Yeah, Which we one? want to talk about that, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, 
I have, okay. You guys might not relate with, with me as much on this, but doing homework at tournaments, that's, Oh my god! That's, that's that's the worst. That is the worst. I hate it. I at Skyac one this year, it was wake up, do homework. Oh yeah, golf, was, wasn't wasn't that just Hell Week where you had like four essays yes. due? Yeah, that was my Hell Week. Yeah, but Jeff, see, the thing is, two days that was your Hell Week. But for like me, like that's every tournament for me. Yeah, boy. <laughs> like, Every tournament is hell. I feel I've definitely been I've definitely been up till midnight and then had to get up at five the next day. For I, used, early oh, I would trying to grind. So I have one story about this. We played in our home tournament last what September, and this was like towards the beginning remember. of the towards the beginning of the year. And I was in this class, comp side two twenty. Um, oh. <laughs> let's say like this this class is basically like. It's like the Calc 2 of computer science. It's like the hardest computer science <laughs> class. It's like the basically the, the tester. Like, if you're good enough to pass this class, you can be a comp sci major, essentially. Um, and I was trying to minor in it, so I was taking the class. And basically that entire tournament, all three days, every night I was down in the lobby for like four or five hours doing the same homework. I, got, I made no progress. And then two days after the tournament, I dropped the class. <laughs> so I spent three day, three nights working on that homework for like four or five hours each night, staying up till midnight, just to not do anything with it. So I wait, I wasted all of that time and dropped the class. Yeah, no, I stayed horrible. up to Louisiana my freshman year. I stayed up till two a.m. helping Slater with an essay. Yeah, I remember that. You were in the, the, you guys were in the hotel room, and you and Slater had to write this whole essay. Well, Slater had to write it, and you helped him that yeah, whole because night, I knew which is nuts. Yeah, he wasn't gonna finish it till five if I didn't help him. Yeah, well, good on you. <laughs> That's good on you for doing that, man. That was yeah, but some homework that has to be the worst part of a golf tournament is yeah, doing homework at the, like especially when you just played thirty six and like you've been up from like six to like six or seven. And then you get dinner after the round, and then like by the time you get back, it's like eight thirty, and you have to do like homework still. <laughs> That's just you play. Oh, it's because like I wasn't even thinking about like the, the thing that was nice. Like, I didn't get to like think about the tournament after the first day, where I was like, we got like we got we got dinner, and I was like, oh, I have to do homework now, and then I'll go to bed. So like you didn't even think about golf. You're busy. You're always busy. Yeah, I mean it's so occupied. It's like no matter what what sport what division like you're busy at any college sporting event yeah student athlete life for sure we'll finish this podcast talking about some of our uh golf pet peeves does anyone have one that they want to share with the audience so one thing that i've experienced last really recently um was you're playing well and the person you're playing with says you are playing well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just throws out there like your exact score. Like, oh, did you know you're at three under right now? He's like, he's like, you're are you four under through five? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, oh, of course, record watch. Cause I was in the back of my mind, and I was like, you son of a bitch. And I just choked after him. Oh, I don't care about that. Sorry, I just see. Um, like for some people, that's bad. But like other people, like for me, like I always want to know like scores and stuff like that. So for me, it's like not. I don't feel like that's. The thing that I get annoyed with that. I, I feel like that's just something you don't talk about though when someone's playing well. Like you don't like talk. To yeah, them like, oh, you don't really tell them that, especially in a tournament. Well, but when you're with your buddies, you're gonna be like, I feel like like if Drake was like 500 through five at Rustic or something, well, you, I would yeah. be like Drake. Like, good start, bro. Don't we're fuck at it Shadow up. Ridge this last year. I was yeah, 400 instantly. <laughs> at Shadow Ridge, I was 400 through eight, and the kid I was carding with that week, the kid from uh, uh from Marymount, he's like, "Are you 400 right now?" And I was like, I literally told him, like, don't talk about my score. God, don't I, talk that brings me to you're another. Also most, you're also the most anti-golf score guy ever, so I could see that how you do You are the most anti-golf score. This guy doesn't even want to know his own score during, like, tournaments. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want to like tell people his score. About. Anyways, that brings me to another thing that you talked about, going in a cart with a guy. And, like, college golf tournament pet peeve of mine is when you're in a cart with a guy that just – is awful. Yes. Like, it's just annoying as fuck. Yes. It's and the thing is, you're stuck him for 36 holes that day. It's just the worst feel. It's just the worst when, like, you get to that, you're driving down the first fairway, and he makes a comment, and you're like, 
Yeah, oh, and no. you're like, it's going to be a more long holes. day. <laughs> I'm trying to play <laughs> tournament golf, and I got this Sometimes, sometimes 35 more holes. Hey, that's that's any time anyone's been paired with me in the car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I just remember those poor Chica. I just remember at Shadow Ridge my freshman year, we're warming up on the range, and I'm just ripping these giant farts on the range next to Chico State. And then one of these guys had to be paired with me in a cart. I bet you he was pissed. Wow, saw. that sucks. I just want to hear what some team, like some teams, have to say about Drake, like out, like on their van rides back, just what they're saying. Like my Calu guy was some interesting dude today. I'm sure All that right. uh, people have said that. <laughs> I ha- I have one. It's like when you're playing with somebody that probably doesn't know golf as well as you do, and they give you like a super like basic swing tip that you know just has no ground whatsoever <laughs> like a keep your head yeah. down and like they're super adamant about it oh the keep your head down guy is hilarious no what, what what's worse is, it, it, i think what's worse is when you it, from a, the what's worse from a hack is when you have like a pitching wedge in hand you hit it to like 40 feet and they're like nice shot and you're just like oh my god and, and, and then you look at them especially if you know them well enough and in I think from a stranger, I can accept it. But when you look at them, you're like, come on, dude, that wasn't very good. And he goes, better than I would have done. Thank you. That's that's for your 25 handicap. This isn't a pet peeve, but it made me think um, when you say, when you watch somebody hit a shot and you're like, good shot, it looks like a good shot. And then it like goes into some shitty place. And you're like, oh. (laughs) I know that happened to me sometimes. I definitely do. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I feel, you just feel like shit after saying that. You're like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Happened to me a lot. That's awful. Derek, do you have any we haven't heard from Derek in a while? All right. My annoying one, or whatever, uh, obnoxious parents of golfers. Oh, yes. Ooh. God, that's a good one. Oof. Yep. Every, every, every take Derek gets junior golf. Think. It's always great. <laughs> hey, Derek doesn't yeah. speak often, like he says, but when he, he speaks, makes count. you better pay attention. <laughs> Yeah, no. As a guy who deals yeah. a lot of junior golf, yeah. God, the parents are parents are brutal sometimes. Worse for worse if you're them, the one working the tournament than if you're probably playing. Oh yeah, but yeah. Oh god, have they ripped into you? Bitch you out, huh? dude. Have they ripped into you at all? Oh yeah, yeah. I I think anyone who works in junior golf has gotten ripped into by a yeah. parent at some point. If 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 I so- had a guy just complain to me one time about slow play, and he was like, "Why aren't you telling him to do anything?" And I was like, it's not my job to babysit one group. I'm going to warn him and tell him, but, like, I'm not going to, like, follow the group, like, for, you know, four or five holes in a row. Like, I'm going to tell him, and I'm going to come back and see if they've done better. And, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I can't, like, meet your needs, like, right away. Well, but if you, got, if you have, like, a yeah, they just, scandal in a group, and, like, all the parents just oh, come screaming geez. your fucking head off. And they're like just pointing on the fucking scorecard in your hand. No, I put that down right there. That's wrong. That's wrong. You just erased that. And you're just like. Are you five? Are you five? Did you just lose like forty years of intelligence? Like fucking relax. I, I see what's happening here. Like it's unbelievable the, what parents do in tournament. Like when there's like a score JP on a deep level there. There, there, there. there used to be this parent. There used to be this mom of this kid that I played a couple of junior tournaments with, and she was notorious for pointing people's golf balls in the totally <laughs> wrong spot. Like. <laughs> Like, 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 that's the Vern coach, isn't that Eric? No, 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 yes, no, 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 no. It, was no. it wasn't him. It was the Guilford coach. No, but it, 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 he, did that, he did that to me at a at at Sky. Oh, oh, oh year, freaking oh, that uh, Eric, Eric, yeah. Eric's done it too. Ball. But no, but it was the um, um, no, it was the mom of this kid in junior golf. Like, if if your ball was in the shit and she said it was here, go the other way. It was not there. <laughs> that's a good one. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are Jeff and I the only two who have worked at a golf course? I know we're actually we can get Ryan and Derek on this too because I know they've worked in the golf industry too. But I know this one's more golf course related. I hate when hacks take their full large fucking bucket over to the chipping green and just spam a hundred <laughs> balls on there, fix no divots, and just walk away. It pisses me off to no end. I get it. I get so mad, especially like like not. I I get mad working and seeing that. I get mad when I go to chip and see it. It just grinds me. Like one time at Moore Park on the little chipping on the little uh, member chipping green, I kid you not, I picked up three large fucking buckets. I I carried a basket over. I saw a lot of balls. 
picked up a quarter of them in one bucket, carried it back, grabbed another basket, so I carried both back with two more, with two baskets, filled them both up. Okay. It was absurd. <laughs> did you wait to work at Valley Oaks? Yeah, I did. And I hate, and like today I show up at the golf course, not to work, but there's just 200 balls in the chipping green. That just pisses me off so much. I'm like, you didn't benefit from this one bit, you piece of shit, old guy. Not only that, but they're in the way of me the whole goddamn time. And just so, and not a single divot is fixed. They're scuffing the feet up the whole time. I swear they're taking divots out of the oh It just, so just as a side note, just a side note for those listening, we're here to promote the game. We love the elderly playing yes. the game of golf. Don't stop playing the game of golf, please. No, I'm not, not playing the point out the elderly. Specific. I said it's normally a hack that does it. Well, they you said shitty old guy. Those who aren't the best, you can admit it. Um, keep grinding out there. Keep keep hitting those buckets on the greens. I will. Pick them up, damn it. Stay strong. It's just great. Like <laughs> you can <guys laughs> clearly <laughs> see, this is a pet peeve of this guy. Like. <laughs> Yeah, this is the definition, the definition of a pet, of a pet peeve. peeve right there. Like, Drake is peeved by I this I almost shit. got peeved for him through this Zoom call. <laughs> so one, one, one of my pet peeves is the overestimator on the course. The one who says, I think I can get it there. Oh. <laughs> I think it's hilarious because I know they won't. <laughs> yeah, I think you got it, man. Swing easy at it. Oh, man. That's a good that's, one. That's yeah. pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. That's pretty self-explanatory. That's an easy one. Um, do we have any others before we I, end I, this? I don't want to rattle them off. I got two more. Okay. So. That's rattling them off, but okay. <laughs> the, the guy who literally can't miss a putt. No, that's yeah. not a pet peeve. That is Drake. I hate guys that make every putt. I hate when I'm playing someone and they chip in, too. That really doesn't oh, What a fucking ass. Ryan's the king. Oh, that's and me. I do that to a lot of people. Actually, you know what? You know what? Like, that's just like a slight irritation in the moment. But I think actually one of the things that really, that that frustrates me too, is when people is is when guys complain all day long that they didn't drop any of their like thirty footers and they're like, oh, I'm hitting such good putts. I'm like, dude, you're hitting a forty footer. Like, why shit. are you complaining the entire time that, that you have it? Oh, it broke the last second. You had a forty foot, dude. My favorite, especially when oh. especially when they're playing shitty, they're playing bad. And then they're mad that they didn't make their tw- their their fifteen foot par putt. It's like, dude, you hit it in the trees off the tee, or you hit your seven iron on the par three so far right now. You're mad at your fifteen foot par putt. Oh man, I I always will. One of my favorite Drake, like just favorite things about Drake is how he thinks that a putt made over like fifteen feet is a lucky putt. <laughs> that always makes me laugh every time. <laughs> every time someone makes a twenty footer and Drake's in the group. You just know you're looking at him, and you know he thinks that's all luck. Because I don't ever do it, so it's <laughs> luck. <laughs> uh, I very last one the other day, and I did not. My very last one though is the knee high drop. Yeah, fuck the USG. Like it's a minor. The most unathletic. It's the most unathletic looking like embarrassment ever to the game of golf. Yeah, it um, would be, just gonna say real quick, Mike Davis, USGA. We do not hate no, you. No, yeah, if that you, was. You're welcome to come on this podcast clear. anytime. We love to have you on. Very we love to have you on. Um, huge fans. We love the that USGA. We'll have a rules official on here. Well, I'm a rules official technically. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I see you in the next. I hope I see you in the next US Open. With, arguing Wait, with Ryan, Bryson about a post. Ryan, what's the weirdest ruling you've had to give? Oh God, shit! I mean, I gotta think about this. I don't even know. Look, I say I'm a rules. I I don't think I've ever had a really weird like situation ever though. Like, I've had to do a couple of close out of bounds calls sometimes, and that's you know it's always awkward when you have to tell the guy it's out of bounds by an inch. But uh, maybe we'll get. Maybe I'll think about it for next week. We should probably end this right now because I think Derek is going to kill himself having to edit this. Wait, um, did Derek just smile? What? I got new Jid to listen to after this, well, so new I'm, Jid? I'm happy. Oh, that's why he's pissed off. Wait, one like, song. More one song. song. Had before. Oh, it's one song. <laughs> we know Derek's a big Jid fan. Produced by Kenny Beats. Mix, <laughs> it with, mix it with levels. Produced <laughs> by <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> Smino, Smino, um, and Jude. So yeah, we're gonna we'll end it on that. Um, we'll end it on that. Thanks for listening, guys. Keep uh, 
if you haven't watched our other episodes, go back and watch them on Spotify. I'll also follow us on Instagram at three putt far pod. What do you want? Can we do levels as the outro for this time? Levels, levels will be the outro for this one. (laughs) All right, levels will be the outro. Jimmy, will you mix it with Mr. Saxo beat? Oh. I'll try. <laughs> Derek, if we magically life. see that we're getting a lot less <laughs> listeners in our podcast, we may know what happens. Do these edits, man. Uh, well, anyways, follow us on Instagram, Three Foot Far Pod. See you next Bye. week. Bye, everyone. Bye. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.